What a Thursday. Yeah. Uh, it's been one of those weeks, unfortunately. Again, it's like yeah. the third, well, I'd say two for four out of the last four weeks. This has been the <laughs> second bitch of a week, but we, we keep it. saying that every every Thursday we say, man, what a week. And it's like every week we say that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I can't complain too much, man. We've, we're gainfully employed. Mm-hmm. So it's just this transition, this transition that we're going through with where I work. It's uh it hasn't been without its issues, but you know, we're, we're doing all right. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the, uh, to the future and, and what's in store. So better said, but well, yeah, man, you, um, in your, I'm, I'm glad you called. It's, uh, looks like we're not going to head North until Saturday morning, kind of early. So I think I might try to go out to, um, that ABC store you and I were talking about earlier tomorrow. Actually, uh, okay. did you say Saturday or Friday? Well, the the lady said Saturday today, oh, right. so I think you'll probably still miss it. But yeah, never mind. I thought you I might, was you might be able to uh, might be able to get some good picks in there. They had a lot of stuff to choose from. Yeah, true. So we'll see. Anyways, let's talk whiskey. Welcome back, everyone, to the Barrel Brothers podcast. This is Dave, and I'm joined by my co-host, Brian. What's going on, Brian? How are you all? How's everything? <laughs> Angels Envy Rye. Mm-hmm. Been That's what we got this, this week. Been waiting on this one since I bought it last month. Dude, and, and I, I can't say this enough. This is the most outrageous, in a good way, rye whiskey that I've ever had. Yeah, uh, I don't know what I've <laughs> honestly. I don't, I mean, I know we usually haven't ordered these things, but I've never had anything like this before. Um, and and I think it's due in part to it being finished in those Caribbean rum casks because holy sweetness! Oh, yeah, god, it's delicious. <laughs> it's um, it's pretty wild. I mean. I guess for the listeners out there, you it's kind of one of those things that you just have to experience yourself. We can we can go over, you know, the tasting notes and the you know, like what we get on the nose, but mm-hmm. it's it's unreal. Yeah, I when you when you think rye, uh, to me, that level of sweetness is just it's not there. Um but man, I'm I'm just completely blown away. Uh, buy it i mean you weren't kidding a couple weeks ago we were we were over at your house and you were like just just smell it it smells like cotton candy i was like there's no way a a bourbon can smell like a cotton or whiskey can smell like cotton candy and sure enough it's the sweetest i i I don't know i can't it's incredible did you get cotton candy um not so like not so much cotton candy but it's there's a lot of, um, uh, I get chocolate. I don't know why. I get, yeah. I get, I get hints of chocolate. Um, vanilla, obviously, cinnamon. Um, it's almost like a, um, a rum raisin ice cream. I go with that off the top. Well, Angel's Envy, um, they, they characterized on the nose citrus, caramel candy. Maple sugar, vanilla, 
hazelnut, um, sherry wood. Oh yeah. And, and for me, the I, 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 I can't get away from it, but every time I nose it, cotton candy right off the bat, but it does have that, um, like, I guess on the finish with, with smelling it, it mm-hmm. has a little bit of, a um, a cinnamon, I would say cinnamon. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Caramel, honey, cinnamon, definitely sugary. Um, Oak, obviously. What'd you think on the uh what'd you think on the taste? Uh can I just say delicious or... <laughs> magnificent? Yeah, it doesn't blow me away like the uh mictors that we had the other day. This... No, it's it's a very it's a very sweet, very it's not it's not super spicy. Mm-mm, not at all. And on the on the taste, honestly. Do you know those um, green, those wintergreen lifesaver mints? Mm-hmm. That's what I get mixed with like a caramel chew. That makes sense. Like if I had a, a lifesaver wintergreen mint on one side of my mouth and a caramel chew on the other, that's that's what this is in my opinion. That's just me, though. Hmm. And I like how it hangs out for a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's not oily or anything like a scotch, but it's. Um. Man, that is. Uh, that's pretty tasty. Um. So I'm a little embarrassed. I, it was just kind of one of those weeks where I didn't have a whole lot of time to do some research on what we were on what we're reviewing tonight, but. Um. Do you know what the mash bill is for this? I don't. Okay. I don't know what the mash bill is this, for this is. Um, but, I mean, obviously, it's, it's going to be 51% rye. Yeah. At least 51% rye. But, um, you know, Angel's Envy, they, they have three, three main whiskeys that they sell. Um, the Kentucky Straight Bourbon whiskey finished in port wine casks. They have the rye, which is what we're, we're drinking tonight, mm-hmm. and that's finished in the Caribbean rum cask. And then they also have um, the, the third main whiskey they have is um, a cash strength bourbon finished in the uh, port wine, port wine beers, which I think that comes out at like just over 120 proof. Mm. <laughs> So a little bit of heat. Good on that Lord. One. So just, um, have you, I mean, you've had the port finish, right? I have. Yep. Uh, how about the cast strength? Have you, have you had that? No, I've not had the cast strength. All right. Um, so since I'm, I'm actually, I'm pretty new to angels NB. Um, I know it's considered more or less one of the new hot ticket items. Um, that's becoming harder and harder to find. And I, just so happened to, to stop at one of the ABC places after uh, dinner one night. And there it was, they had one bottle left and it was sitting on the counter. And I was like, uh, should I take a chance? I'm not really a huge rye guy, but you know, it's angels envy. I've read, you know, wonderful things about it. Um, and it was pretty high price point wise. I think it was 95, 90 or 95 bucks. Yeah, the rice. Yeah. So, I mean, I took a chance and I'm it's a little bit more expensive. <laughs> well, you ha- I think you got yours what a week or so before I found my I stumbled across mine. Um, 
and you were like, dude, you're an idiot if you don't get it. So I'm, I'm glad I listened and wasn't an idiot and picked it up, even though it was a little bit on the higher, higher end. Um, yeah, you won't be disappointed if, uh, <laughs> and I think the rye is a smaller run, correct? They don't, they don't produce as much of it as they do the straight bourbon. I don't know if they don't produce as much of it or just in our area, we can't find it as, okay. as often. Gotcha. Yeah. I was reading over the little hang tag as I was taking the um, wrapping and stuff off. Uh, it says released in extremely small batches. Our rye is a rare treasure that disappears all too quickly. And I believe it. Um, I mean, it's no secret yeah. what's been going on in the bourbon world. Um, everything is becoming more and more scarce and not, and you know, I've mentioned it before going in and not having any expectations and coming across something like this. That's an awesome, that's an awesome discovery. It's an awesome find. So. Yeah. I mean, talking with the various uh, clerks at the ABC stores and they say it's really Blanton's and then Angel's Envy, Mm -hmm. both the bourbon and the rye. They say it it has taken off like wildfire. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. they used to have full shelves of it, and people didn't really know a whole lot about Angel's Envy. I mean, it's only been around since 20, 2011. Um, so it's relatively new, mm-hmm. and they said it's it, it has become one of the hot ticket items, just like mm-hmm. you were saying, uh, that it's become extremely popular, and they, they can't keep it in the stores. Yeah, I mean, you, you've already mentioned Blanton's, but uh, it's not just Blanton's. It's Buffalo Trace, Angel's Envy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, E-Rare, um, just some of the, I don't know, it's up until March this year, you were able to walk into any store in any part of Virginia and be like, oh, well, there's a full display of everything. I, You know, why do I need to buy more than one right now? And now everybody's like, damn it, should have bought more than one the last time I was able to. So, yep. um, yeah, it's just, it, it's going crazy. <laughs> it's, it's Well, I think... I think part of that is due to the current environment, COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are giving them more opportunities to go out and search for these different kinds of bourbons, and they they want a new hobby. Uh, I mean, from for myself, I know that I have been able to get more into bourbons since during this mm-hmm. time. Uh, but also, I think bourbon's just becoming more popular in general. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. Which is, I mean, is good. You want, like me being a bourbon lover, I want it to be popular. Mm-hmm. But I want also to be able to find the bourbon that I like. <laughs> right. And you don't want to have to pay resale prices or private no. sale prices. I, uh, those, resale pri- those resale prices are outrageous. Yeah, um, Blanton's, I think the worst I've seen is $250 for a $60 bottle. And it's, it's just, sure. it's, I've had it. I don't, there's no reason for me to spend that much. It's, it's good. Don't get me wrong, but people only want it now because you can't find it. And that's not a reason to spend $250 on a bottle that retails yeah. $59.99. Uh, but <laughs> you know, f- open free market economy, you can pretty much do what you want within the confines of, of the legal system. But um, yeah, man, you, you buy it retail and you sell <laughs> at a premium. It's the same thing as the sneaker, um, sneaker realm that we discussed i think last podcast where people would camp out or get you know pairs backdoored and then they'd flip them you know a pair of shoes costs 170 bucks and they turn around and sell them for 1500 you know <laughs> and then you know good good for the hustle but 
I think it's just a little bit of bitterness, but not being able to get my hands on what I want. And it, in, yeah, absolutely. in due time, it'll, it's everything cyclical. This will die down. Uh, clerks at the ABC store will be begging people to buy Buffalo Trace again. Um, at some, at some point. point, yeah. But I, I talked to uh, the guy at my local store, mm-hmm. and and I asked him, I was like, "How do you think this la- this recent release went? In your opinion?" He's like, "Honestly, I thought it went pretty smooth. You know, there's there's a few kinks like we talked about before. The couple." a couple of different stores who didn't abide by the rules, but um, he said, I think it went pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, what do you think about doing that for a Pappy release? Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to call him sick that day. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. But, but uh, Angel's Envy, I mean, it, I will say Angel's Envy, both the bourbon and the rye in the last, in the recent, probably three weeks, Every time I've been in the store, there's been at least a bourbon mm-hmm. or the rye. And that's across across Virginia, not just in like our area. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I was pretty shocked that um well, I think you were able to get the bourbon from me, right? I got I got yeah, you. Yeah, 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 I got you the and bourbon. You just you were like, hey, they've got more than one bottle and you were able to get both of them, um, which was super sweet. And I'm pretty sure we're all square Venmo wise, right? Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You got me. So we've, you were able, you were sweet enough to get that for me. And then just by happenstance going in, there was one bottle left and, of the rye. And I was like, uh, and my wife, bless her heart, she's so supportive. But um, 100 bucks is a, a little bit of a reach. Um, but I'm, I'm glad I did it. <laughs> uh, I'm really glad that. You know, you were like, "Hey, you're not. You can't go wrong. It's 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 wonderful." So, and it really is. It genuinely is. So, if you come across a bottle of it at your local store, or um, one of the things I've been reading about is trading. So, if you've got something another collector or enthusiast wants, and you can just trade for a bottle, that's a sweet way to do it too. So, if you can trade or barter, get a bottle. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Not not by a long shot. I think ninety four dollars. MSRP for the rye. It's a little high. Yeah. Um, and it's it's something that I don't regret doing after mm-hmm. drinking it. But it's not something that I would do every time. Yeah. Like it's, you know what I mean? Like if if let's say the Angel's Envy rye was, was a, you know, just sat on the mm-hmm. shelf. I probably wouldn't go in there spending a hundred bucks every time. But that's just my personal yeah. price point because it's it's a good it's a good whiskey yeah for sure wrong. but i mean i'm i'm kind of of the philosophy where like you just mentioned if you had a 100 bucks to spend and you've already had the rye i'm gonna spend 30 to 35 dollars on three different bottles to try something different yeah so uh you always run the risk of not being a big fan <laughs> i found i mean i won't name names or distillers or product lines but i came across one and it was like i paid 40 dollars to basically taste wax and that's just yeah. my discerning palate um i hate when they do that yeah i mean makers they go above and beyond to protect their product so it doesn't taste like wax and this is just this is a little too much i think maybe in the bottling 
process it gets under the the um cork but man i i tried it neat ice water and holy lord uh it's gonna sit in the back of the cabinet <laughs> for a little while uh, but <laughs> reading further into it i think it genuinely is one of their mixers like it's one of their bourbons that they specifically produce for mixers so I, I who knows maybe one night when y'all are here i'll bring it with me and we can uh throw some coke or dr pepper or something in it because who well you know what i'm curious mm. about is the the cash drink because mm-hmm. you know you've had have you tasted the bourbon yet the angels envy no not yet yeah. So the bourbon, it's it's pretty sweet and it's it's got a different flavor. You know, it's finished in a, a port mm-hmm. wine cask. So it gives it a little bit of a different finish, literally. And uh but the cash strength, I, I'm curious to see how the higher proof plays into that. Because this how it how this it is tastes. bottled at what, fifty percent? The rye? Yeah, hundred proof. Yeah, the rye's a hundred proof, the bourbon's at a hundred proof, and uh the cash drink is at one twenty point four. But I mean it's it's been it's been uh by its critics shown to be pretty good. Twenty thirteen F. Paul Picoult's spirit journal labeled the the cash drink the best spirit hmm. in the world. Well that might be worth well, does it anywhere in there mention a price point? No. Oh wait. I'm sure it does. I don't remember what, what the uh, MSRP was, but I'm sure it's probably does, up there. The higher the proof, the higher the proof you get. Right, and isn't it, um, if you're doing barrel proof or, uh, oh, what's the other one? Whatever. Um, that is a little bit more expensive to produce, right? Yeah. Barrel proof or cast strength. There you go. Those are the two that I was talking about. Well, it's like barrel proof, cast strength, full proof. It, it's kind of kind of all means the same thing it means they don't cut cut it down with water man i bet that'll put you on your butt (laughs) yeah i'd say so i mean the highest proof that i've ever had is elijah craig barrel proof and that's like 136 is that the one you just got oh no the one you just got was the 18 year (gasps) yeah that's the 18 year are we gonna do an episode on that no my probably probably Donald Trump, right? Donald Trump impression. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Nobody. <clears throat> I'm on now. I'll say mine. Um, so, I mean, in the not so free time that I had, I read a little bit up on Lincoln Henderson and what a man's man. Uh, Dude, that guy, like lying. you mentioned earlier, he had his finger in like some super solid staples. Um, one of them, I mean, he was the master distiller for Woodford for how many years? As long as he was yeah. at Brown Foreman. I mean, he was the, he was one of the, I guess, the creator of Woodford Preserve, Gentleman Jack, Jack Daniels Single yeah. Barrel. When you, th- when you think of Jack Daniels, you think of, you know, the, what's that, the mm-hmm. number eight sour mm-hmm. mash whiskey. But they, they came out with the Gentleman Jack and the Jack Daniels Single Barrel. I have had neither, so I can't talk on them. But uh, amongst my friends, Gentleman Jack is one yes, of the Yes, and I, I would agree. Uh, I have had that. I've, I have not had the the single barrel. Was that the second one that 
Lincoln did. Yeah, Jack Daniel single. Yeah, I haven't had that one, but I've had Gentleman Jack, and we need to do a we need to do an episode on that because I think uh, dollar per pour, um, that's one of the more affordable everyday drinkers that you could that you could go with. So, but more to come on that. And I mean, Lincoln Henderson. I mean, the dude yeah. is a genius. He's a Kentucky bourbon legend. He uh, he co-founded the Louisville Distilling Company with his mm-hmm. son Wes. Uh, he's he was uh, inducted into the Kentucky Bourbon Hall of Fame. So, talking about a like an all star. Yeah, I, it's royalty. It's it's distilling royalty to me. He won a a lifetime achievement award by the Malt Advocate. Uh, when when I read Lifetime Achievement Award, <laughs> I thought of I thought of the movie Blades of Glory when he he's talking about the Christy Yamaguchi yeah. Lifetime Achievement Medal. <laughs> nice. That's exactly what I thought about. I was like, "Oh, way to go, Lincoln!" <laughs> Dude's crazy. But uh, I might be jumping ahead. But um, anything associated with Angels Envy is all family oriented, right? most of the family runs yeah. that shop and that that love i think translates into their bottles and their products well wes wes is mm-hmm. lincoln's son and he he basically took uh lincoln's ideas from his uh, little black book literally it was a oh, little cool. black book and he had a, a bunch of ideas and he kind of ran with it and he's he's the one. Wes is the one that is really um, credited with the start mm-hmm. of Angels Envy. Um, they created the the bourbon, the rye, the cash strength, and they really. I don't know if they were the first ones that did the cask finishes with whiskey, but they definitely reinvented it. Yeah, and they got a winner with what we're drinking tonight. That. Uh... Caribbean rum casket rye is just go get That's it. Crazy. Go, go get a bottle, everybody. Just do it. Spend just the money to if you can it. find it, do it. Um, Angel's Envy is considered uh, the comfort food of the spirit world, hmm. which is interesting because you think of comfort food like when I think of comfort foods, I think of savory, and there's definitely no savory aspect mm-hmm. of this but I, I think it does give you that that sort of comfort feel um especially other other people have told me that it's the unofficial bourbon of fall of the autumn season yeah i i you had mentioned that previously and i i wonder if that's self-proclaimed or probably <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't know if i get that we but... are the official spirit of fall when you can find it <laughs> how, how do you <laughs> how do you go about naming yourself the unofficial bourbon of <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. i don't know but i mean they didn't they can't do anything wrong in my book it's this is this is awesome this is a good one so <laughs> um my brother my brother was asking me about angels envy yesterday and he said where'd they come up with the name and i was like huh well Funny you should ask that. Uh, the angel share and the in the whiskey world, mm-hmm. just in general, the angel share is the uh, is the 
the spirit that is lost through mm-hmm. evaporation. So each year that the whiskey is in a barrel, a little bit of it evaporates. 5% of the whiskey evaporates per year on average. So that's, that's called the mm-hmm. angel's share. And so the Hendersons named their whiskey Angel's Envy because what's left in the barrel is truly worth of Angel's Envy. Sweet. Yeah. If that makes yeah. sense. So, I mean, that's a, that's a kind of a cool name. You think about it. I mean, you got to have really high confidence in your product to name, it, name your. True. I mean, <laughs> I do love the idea of the evaporated bourbon or whiskey uh, going to the Angel's. Um, I just I like the symbolism that that represents because I don't know I to become an angel you've you have to to carry a pretty heavy workload uh, on Earth so not to say they haven't worked for it um, that's pretty cool yeah they also have um, angels envy they also have two additional whiskeys um, one is a sherry cask finish and the other is a tawny port wine cask finish. I don't. I have no idea what that is. Tawny. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure what that is either. Got me there, bud. But um, <laughs> the I guess Angel's Envy is really known for their cask finishes. Yeah. I mean, this specific one right here, the rye, 18 months in a rum cask. Yeah, I, I did. I did read that 18 to 24 months finishing in those rum casks. So that's. I mean, when you drink rum, that's one of the sweetest spirits I think you can Ugh, rum. consume. Oh. I mean, and and usually when you're drinking something with that much sugar in it, that that hangover is holy hell. I've had some some pretty killer hangovers with Sailor Jerry's. Ooh. Oh, is that why you gagged when I said I had it in the cabinet? Yeah, I don't even want to look <laughs> at it. <laughs> is that one of the ones where you smell it and you're like... <laughs> yep, 100%. Oh, God. I don't know who in their right mind thought Sailor Jigs was a great idea. We have, you and I have a mutual friend that can't talk about or smell tequila <laughs> without doubling over and curling into a ball. Yep. <laughs> oh, we love her. She's, she's something else. <laughs> she is something else. Um, getting back to Angel's Envy. There's, there's one thing that I thought was pretty cool in doing my research on Angel's Envy they do what's called a toast the trees initiative every Mm -hmm. year. And let me ask you this, Brian, how important to bourbon are white oak trees? Uh, It's pretty quintessential, man. What, what, what's one of the parameters to make it bourbon? Yeah. It has to be charred or aged in a new charred oak barrel. New white, new charred white oak barrel. So, so without that, <laughs> you don't have it. Yeah, without without the oak, you don't have bourbon. So, um, in, in Angel's Envy, the creators, uh, Wes Henderson, and then his two sons. I think one's name is Kyle or Tyler or something. But, anyways, um, they did this toast the trees initiative, which um, they go around the country and plant trees to replace mm-hmm. the oak trees that they've cut down to to make the barrels. And it's sort of the Toast the Trees initiative kind of pays homage to the oak trees themselves, you know, for 
playing a huge part in creating bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, they they created this uh, social media following with hashtag Toast the Trees, and um, in September they do they partner with a bunch of businesses across the country in Virginia specifically. Um, mm-hmm. Richmond, they had River City Roll. Oh, cool! And then Bingo Beer Company mm-hmm. downtown. I don't. I've never heard of Bingo Beer Company, but Bingo Beer Company is in the fan. Um, but I've heard of River City Roll. And in, in mm-hmm. September, they did. They partnered with Angels Envy and the, the Toast the Trees initiative, and they did uh, featured specials and cocktails or whatever. That would have been awesome to be a part of. I wish I had known that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I love a good cause. So uh, just real quick. So Andrew, um, Wes's boy, Andrew, is actually the lead distiller. Andrew, um, that's what his name is. Yeah, Andrew. And then Kyle's the product guy. Gotcha. Okay. And then old Lincoln's the brains behind all of the brains and the heart <laughs> behind all of this before his passing. I love a good family story. Yeah, I dude, You know me. I've said it before <laughs> and I'll say it again. I'm a sucker for anything that's got a backstory. Yeah. So I, for me, um, this, oh, at the price point, I don't know that it'd be a go-to. I mean, an, an everyday go-to, it would be something I'd share with folks for sure because of the price point. Um, and I'd, I'd recommend it. If you've got a spare hundred bucks, give it a whirl. Um, I think you need I, to try once. Yeah. I don't think you'd be, you'd be disappointed. Uh, I, Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think Angels Envy um, sells any of their products other than the 750 milliliter bottles, right? They don't have the splits or the... No, no. I, okay. At least I've never seen them. It'd be... Man, how cool. Uh, I, I mean, these guys have, have got a good thing going. Can you imagine the holiday package that they could put together with this? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. The holiday package and they have um, some sponsor holiday cocktails. Mm-hmm. they're like specially made cocktails with their with their whiskey if you're you know if you're really interested in cocktails if that's your thing you know i'm not really a cocktail guy right but if that's your thing and there's nothing wrong with that nope. um, go to angelsenvy.com for details and recipes they have an old-fashioned with gingerbread and they have um a coquito don't even know what that is <laughs> you know what a coquito is I don't. It sounds like it has maybe a little bit of Latin flair to it, though. Sounds like something that was going to give me heartburn, so I'm not going to drink that. Fair enough. <laughs> but like I said, um, if if cocktails is your thing, go to angelsenvy.com for some holiday cocktail recipes. Um, just real quick. So as I was trying to expand our social media presence and footprint, um, I was led down the rabbit hole through some angels envy followers. Um, and they do this, they have this concept called the whiskey guardians. Have you seen this? Yes. I think I did see that. Yeah. So there's a gentleman by the name of Tony Burke. So Mr. Burke, if, if you just happen to stumble across this, (laughs) uh, he's the Southeast region angels envy lead whiskey guardian. We would love to pick your brain and, and just kind of tug at your ear with some questions and get your insights into some things. So what um, is a whiskey guardian? I think it's just the region rep. Um, because if you go to, uh, so Tony's Instagram handle is 
TB Whiskey, all one word. Um, and he's got photos of the bottles of uh, different bars and restaurants, cocktails, uh, food pairings. I mean, it just looks like he's kind of the guy for the Southeast region for maybe the Angels Envy distribution. Um, and, you know, somebody that that's connected to the point where they actually have the emblem tattooed on them. <laughs> I feel like that's a guy we should probably get to know and ask some questions about the brand. So, Mr. Burke, again, um, reach out to us in any capacity. And, you know, we would love to. We'd love to to chat with you. I wonder. I wonder how often Wes Henderson um, at, gets asked to do an interview. Yeah, I mean, at, at, at what point is it no longer like? flattering or cool to do the interview like at what point are you like jesus i don't want to field another interview <laughs> like oh my god i, yeah, I don't I'm get sure the vibe can, i'm sure it can probably get overwhelming at times but sure. you know, if you if you've created this product you gotta love whiskey so i'm sure he loves talking about it yeah i, I mean, mean it would be it'd be cool to talk to andrew as well the the distiller for angels envy that yeah. that i think would be cool too so you know what would be cool just getting lucky to be raised in a like a crazy family like this (laughs) not to to sound ungrateful for my own family (laughs) because my family's great parker gang or die but um, big Big d and mama r might have something (laughs) to say about that but sometimes i think man it'd be cool to just like grow up in a bourbon family can you imagine being part of the van van winkle family yeah right and just having absolutely no clue until you hit like 21 and you're like, wow, you know, my family's doing all right. Yeah. Uh, my buddy Jesse and I always joke about how unbelievably awesome it would be to, to be Jerry Jones's grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> just running around Cowboys Stadium in Dallas, not a care in the world. I mean, I'm Jerry thankful Jones. for I love Devin Scott. I wouldn't be anywhere without him. What a man. <laughs> You know, and I'm a Redskins fan. Well, former Redskins fan. R.I.P. Washington football team. But uh, Jerry Jones, I liked it. I liked his stance on uh, not to get all uh, social justice warrior over here, but I liked his stance when it came to like the kneeling before the national anthem. Mm-hmm. He said, "If you kneel on my field, you won't have a job." There you go. Yeah, I mean, I understand backing a cause, but it's kind of a time and place for everything. So, And lucky for uh, the Henderson family, Bourbon doesn't have to deal with that. That's true. They worry about continuing to distribute an amazing product from an amazing family. And um, it's something that I'll continue buying and sharing with folks and plugging. So if that helps us out, Angels Envy, give us a sponsorship. <laughs> just kidding we'd settle for a conversation how many times do we ask our listeners or really just if if these distillers are listening how many times do we ask for sponsorships i mean i think we've joked about it in every single one of them but um i'm you know i'm i don't know that i've ever been handed anything so i most certainly wouldn't expect something to be handed to us but I heard that all it takes is a conversation. So I would, you know, anybody 
distiller or not, you know, newbie, um, a seasoned veteran of the of the bourbon and the whiskey realm, hit us up, send us an email, uh, get a, get in our DMs and look at our Instagram page. And if there's something you want us to cover or something that's just bothering you, hit, you know, talk to us, let us know. Especially, um, you know, us, us recently being on the receiving end of some, some good advice. Um, if, if you guys have not heard of this already, but there's a podcast uh, called dad's drinking bourbon. Oh yeah. Nice. And nice plug. Super nice guy, John Edwards. Um, I reached out to him via social media, just basically asking for some general advice, you know, mm-hmm. us getting into this uh, podcast game and the tips and tricks and, you know, what he thought about our podcast. And he responded within like an hour, which I was just completely blown away by. And he went like um, above and beyond too. Did, I mean, he was like, dude, call me. Here's my number. Yeah. That's I mean, pretty he, rare. He's great. Um, uh, I, yeah. Go shout out to them. Papa so, John. Good on you. <laughs> and they're uh, he's super down to earth. And yeah, go listen to his podcast. Got a lot, got a lot of good stuff to say. Are you getting anything different in the rye? I can't stop drinking it. <laughs> I mean, I I started, you know, with a couple ounce pour, and I've got, I don't know, five or six ounces under my belt at this point. So I'm just gonna leave the cork in it. Yeah. But no, it's it's a lot of um, citrus fruits, um, cinnamon, honey. I get a little bit of ice cream in there. Um, you with the ice cream. Dude, chunky boy for life. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm no stranger to a snack. Um, what else? What else do I get in there? Honey for sure. Oak, obviously. So oh this, my. this one right here is, like I said before, is aged, uh, f- finished for 18 months. Mm-hmm. I know you haven't had the bourbon, but the bourbon's only aged for like three to six months. I mean, it's it's in a port wine finish, so um, I wonder what the like, how much of a difference that makes, especially with the rum being so sweet. I know. Um, if it's if so, a little bit about me, I would I would rather have my teeth fall out from sweetness than drink a dry ass Bordeaux or Malbec or anything like that <laughs> if it comes to wine. Um, that. Big dessert wine fan. The sweeter oh, yeah. the better. Those late harvest grapes. Yes, please. <laughs> Daddy, give it to me. Um, this What's is... funny is my uh, my mom and my sister are pretty big wine people. Mm-hmm. So they like to go wine tasting. And they <laughs> hate going wine tasting with me. Because whenever we go, the, the person doing the tastings, I was like, oh, what do you prefer? And I'm like... Go in the back and pull out whatever you have that's closest to Welch's grape juice. <laughs> and they're like, just the looks that I get when I go there. And I love it. So, um, uh, so next time, well, whenever this pandemic decides to to die down or we flatten the curve, whatever the hell that means, <laughs> there is a winery up Route One, um, Caroline County, called Mattapanai Winery, and they that's pretty much their thing so they they have a strawberry wine Ooh, um, strawberry wine they have 
uh, a Concord grape wine. Um, usually, <laughs> nice, easy. Um, and the last time we were there, a full tasting is 14 wines, 14 or 15 wines, and Jeez. you get a slice of cheesecake for $10. 14 wines with in in the sweet wines like the dessert wines they're a lot they're usually higher in alcohol yeah right late like harvest grapes, 15 16 percent yep late harvest grapes contribute to that that high sugar content um but anyway i mean we could do a whole thing on wine too but we're, we're this is bourbon baby no thanks yeah no <laughs> um but yeah i just i you know i'm i'm grateful that you made the suggestion um to get this the rye, the finished rye uh with angels and because it is you haven't steered me wrong yet man you're batting a thousand so uh, well yeah thank you sir um <laughs> if i do say so myself but last year maybe in, in previous episodes i have said that sazerac rye is my favorite Does this out the, out out sazerac? i don't know i think the jury is still out at this point but i think that uh this this rye is definitely is definitely number two. All right, so since I've I have not had Sazerac yet, palate and nose, obviously Angel's Envy is going to be uh, right. So obviously Angel's Envy is going to be sweeter because it's in the rum casks. So let's say on a sliding scale of one to five, five being Angel's Envy finished rye rum cask sweet. Where is Sazerac? Two, three. Yeah, between two and three. See, it's not like um, what was the? We tried the Michters. Yeah, we did, and that um, was whew, that was uh that was a little spicy. That was a little bitey. Not gonna lie, Sazerac is not that. It's like maybe they shaved a, a third off of that. Okay. Yeah, as soon as I can find that Sazerac, or isn't Pikesville? Don't they have a rye as well? Pikesville rye, that that runs in at 110 proof, so it's a little heat on it. That's a little peppery. Um, okay. But I have not tried it either. So that'll be something that we need to try together. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I think I'm going to go out tomorrow around lunchtime. Um, the missus is a uh, night shift ER nurse. So while she's napping tomorrow, when she gets off shift, I think I'll take the uh, little man with me and we'll go run some bourbon. <laughs> how does how does the missus feel about you taking your child to an APC store? Dude, you live in the same world I do. As long as those <laughs> girls get to sleep, the world is a peaceful place. <laughs> That's right. I also have a wife that is a night shift nurse. That's how Brian and I became friends. God bless them. Somebody's yeah. got to do that work, dude. <laughs> so, Oof. Yeah. But um so I, one uh I think it was a Saturday afternoon. I took my child to the ABC <laughs> store, and um, when I got back and my wife woke up, I got a lashing, and apparently the ABC store is not a place for a small child. I disagree. Well, look at it this way. You didn't leave her in the car. You took her in with you. I think that's, right. that's a win. That's right. <laughs> but no, so the sweet guy that... uh I don't know if he's the manager or what, but the the <laughs> this ABC store I go to, it's this, uh, this older gentleman, and I mean he's probably one of the nicest guys you'd ever want to meet. And uh, Harvey was kind of restless at dinner one night. We were at um, Sedona Tap House, 
and oh great place dude, it's so good there and mondays they have their charity meals have you ever had, have you done that before no uh -uh. you either get uh new new york sirloin or a piece of salmon the sirloin's eight bucks with two sides i think it's two sides and then the salmon is 10 for two sides and the money goes to charity whatever charity oh. they picked and you know regular prices like 18 plus on the stake so it's a good deal anyway so we were, you know, he wanted to get up and run around. So we walked down the sidewalk and lo and behold, we stumbled across the ABC store and I walked in there carrying him. And he was such a good boy. He didn't, usually he tries to grab for everything. And I was talking to him and the guy was, had overheard us. And I was like, you know, Harvey, good boy. Thank you for not grabbing the bottles and making a mess and having daddy pay for all of these damaged goods. And the guy started laughing <laughs> and I said, and we can't, we wouldn't be able to tell mommy. And he goes, Oh Lord, you've got that baby in here and his mother doesn't know it. And I said, sir. We'll keep that secret between the two of us. And he just threw his head back and started laughing. So that's, and he was like, you know, when they were doing the, uh, the special allocated four bottles a couple of weeks ago, he said, you know, I expect to see you here bright and early. I'll, I'll have a ticket for you. <laughs> and damn it, you know, I couldn't make it, but I'm of the two of us, I'm glad you were able to score something. But um, it's just, it's been cool forging these relationships um, even if it's just a hello, cause the world is in such a shitty place and I'm not going to get on a soapbox, but it's cool to, that people look you in the eye and say good morning or afternoon or whatever. And, uh, it's just been cool. And I know you had the same, the similar experience when you were waiting in line, um, for your ticket and everybody was so cordial and cool and friendly and uplifting and, uh, talkative. So I just think we need oh, more yeah. of that. And if it's centered around bourbon, shit, even better, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we've we've hit on this before too, but the bourbon community is so uh, loving. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I went and sat those four and a half hours with those, I think it was it six people in front of me, I could have, like, they would have offered to watch my child all day long. I mean, super nice. Mm -hmm. They, we were sitting out front um, of the store. And the ABC store that we were sitting out in front of was right beside a Publix grocery store. And um, the Publix manager came out and was like, hey, guys, what you doing out here? <laughs> and we're like, well, we're sitting out here for a bourbon release. He was like, oh, okay, cool. So he walks inside, comes back out with a dozen donuts oh. and coffee. That's and incredible. He was, like, he was like, I'm a bourbon lover myself. I'm sorry that I can't sit out with you guys, <laughs> but um, here's some coffee and donuts on me. And I was like, man, that's awesome. Like, Dude, that makes then, me so happy to hear. No, no, it gets better. Two hours later, he comes out and he's like, got has a box in his hand. He's like, hey guys, um, I had some veggie subs that I have to get rid of. You know, they were like extra or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seemed like a make, made up excuse, honestly, but he was like, gave them to us. <laughs> We're like, dude, okay, man. Like, you got us. We'll shop at your store forever. Yeah, for real. We will come see you. It was super nice. And everybody was super grateful. No one was a dick. You know, it just was easy talking. Like I said, you know, they were like, hey, man, if you got to use the bathroom, I'll watch your stuff. No problem. Yeah. I, even if it's for a, a fleeting or flighting moment, uh, just to have that civil discourse again and and that sense of community i'll take it um i'm sad I, i'm i'm not sad i missed out on waiting online with folks um but again i'm glad one of the two of us had that experience 
So yeah, and you you you've learned a lot. I mean, they plugged you into to some cool information. Um, yeah, beneficial especially all in this area. Yeah, hell yeah. It's so freaking hard to find anything. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I mean, and if I could just take a second. So my in-laws, I got to share this story with you. Uh, unless you want to take a break and then we can we can come back with just talking. No, you drive on. Okay. Um, so my in-laws went to north of Philly for a wedding uh, last week. And I was like, you know, these are, you know, these are Christian folks that don't necessarily step into liquor stores for any reason in particular. <laughs> and I just, I had to ask, I said, you know, I'll, I'll leave their names out of it. Um, you know, once you, since you're up there and it's not Virginia ABC regulated and there's some, if you have some time, here's a couple of things I'm looking for. Uh, if there's some local stores around, if not, my feelings won't be hurt. You know, it doesn't hurt to ask though. So my mother-in-law writes me back immediately and she's like, oh, I can't wait to get out. You know, we're going to go drive around. And I thought, man, this is going to be sweet. So off they go. Two people, none the wiser on the bourbon realm, go into these stores with this list of high-end bourbon that you can't find. <laughs> and the clerks are like, who the hell are these people? And how do they know about this? I mean... Not necessarily to say that, you know, bourbon fanatics look apart, but, but, you know, whatever. So he's like, so they're going over the list and the clerks are looking at him like the RCA dog, if that reference makes any sense, with the head <laughs> tilted. And he's yes. like, ma'am, I got to yes. stop you. First of all, that bottle is $100. And second of all, we did get it, but it is sold out. It's gone usually within the day. And that was the midwinter night's dram that you and I have been talking about. So that was one of the ones that we, that we missed out on, but it's, you know, no worries. I just couldn't believe that they were agreeable to going into a liquor store. So, um, mother-in-law sends me a picture and it's, it's my father-in-law with a mask on, you know, being the responsible person that he is walking out of the store with a brown paper bag. And that, if you knew them, that in and of itself is enough to go viral on its own merit. (laughs) <laughs> i do i do know you do know that so you can vouch for that i'm envisioning <laughs> i'm envisioning like uh my mother at the mexican restaurant type bingo thing. so he sends me a picture of what he found and it was a bottle of buffalo trace and i was like wow that's that's incredible i've you know i've never seen it in the wild so to speak forty dollars in pennsylvania fifteen dollar markup like at a private store yeah Thankful, thank super thankful for it, but a fifteen dollar markup, which is, you know, supply and demand, free market economy. I got it, but that, I don't know, and I, but I, I was just overwhelmed with their generosity at the fact that they were going to stop for me. Um, that's a uh, hey, that's good. Yeah, no, absolutely. So fast forward, he's they get home, and a couple days later, he's like, "Hey, I meant to send you this video from while we were in the store." And I went, oh, no, do I do I watch this and get into my feelings? <laughs> yes. So I hit play on the video. And he goes shelf by shelf. And at the top is a bottle of Kentucky Owl confiscated. Blood oath in the presentation box. What were the other two that we were t- that, that I told you about earlier? Do you remember? That Buffalo remember. Trace and there was something else that was up there that is. Oh, the yes, the, 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 the yes, the pot still uh, bottle. 
Um, and he was a little too far away for me to read what any of the retail prices were. But I'm assuming at $40 for a $25 bottle, a bottle of uh, Buffalo Trace, these were in the hundreds of dollars range. Because um, I think you and I were talking earlier, I found Kentucky Owl confiscated for a buck twenty-five locally. So I can only imagine. I mean, that was probably a $200 bottle there. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, probably. But yeah, I'll, uh, I just, I can't thank them enough. I mean, that was such a sweet gesture. Um, and, you know, uh, Cousin Mont's coming up from old Tejas this weekend. <laughs> and, you know, I'll give a little hint. You've got a bottle of Buffalo Trace coming your way. He picked up two for me. Um, and he found a bottle of Weller Special Reserve for under retail. Should I say that again? Under retail. <laughs> Suck it, Virginia ABC. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll definitely open that and get into that. Um, I'm looking forward to it for sure. So, oh yeah, it's gonna be a good week. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good week, Tater. It's gonna be a good week. <laughs> well, we'll have to have Monty on. Yeah, he'll be uh, here. In, maybe maybe while he'll he's be in. here Saturday this Saturday through Thanksgiving Day, they fly home. So we could definitely do a. A Monday or Tuesday podcast, I and mean, we could release it whenever. But uh, I, you know, it'd be kind of cool to to have him close by and do it with us. I'm, uh, I'm fairly certain I've got some scotches that he would definitely want to go over. Um, yeah, but we can plan all that out in the in the coming days. So be 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 Heck looking yeah. out for it. As always, friends, um, you know it's it's fun to to drink bourbon, but make sure you're doing it responsibly. Uh, don't don't drink and uh, and drive. Don't drink and boat. <laughs> don't drink and rollerblade. Call blade. a friend. Call a cab. Call an Uber. Make good choices. This seems like a uh, a good place to wrap it up. There, sounds Brian. good, man. I'm. Uh, it's always a good time when we when we get together and do this. So I'm looking forward to the next one. All right, friends. We'll see you all next. Have week. a good week, y'all.